0: Today is the 24th day of December, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers Podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Dearly beloved, Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins, through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit keep you in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Let us say together the Jubilate. Be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, go into his courts with praise, give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. 24th Day Evening Prayer, Psalm 119. Happier they whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Happier they who observe his decrees and seek him with all their hearts, who never do any wrong, but always walk in his ways. You laid down your commandments, that we should fully keep them. Oh, that my ways were made so direct, that I might keep your statutes! Then I should not be put to shame when I regard all your commandments. I will thank you with an unfainted heart when I have learned your righteous judgments. I will keep your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. How shall a young man cleanse his way? By keeping to your words. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not stray from your commandments. I treasure your promise in my heart that I may not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Instruct me in your statutes. With my lips will I recite all the judgments of your mouth. I have taken greater delight in the way of your decrees than in all the manners of riches. I will meditate on your commandments and give attention to your ways. My delight is in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Deal bountifully with your servant, that I may live and keep your word. Open my eyes that I may see the wonder of your law. I am a stranger here on earth. Do not hide your commandments from me. My soul is consumed at all times with longing for your judgments. You have rebuked the insolent. Cursed are they who stray from your commandments. Turn from me shame and rebuke, for I have kept your decrees. Even though rulers sit and plot against me, I will meditate on your statutes. For your decrees are my delight, and they are my counselors. My soul clings to the dust. Give me life according to your word. I have confessed my ways, and you answered me. Instruct me in your statutes. Make me understand the way of your commandments, that I may meditate on your marvelous works. My soul melts away for sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. Take from me the way of lying. Let me find grace through your law. I have chosen the way of faithfulness. I have set your judgments before me. I hold fast to your decrees. O Lord, let me not be put to shame. I will run the way of your commandments. For you have set my heart at liberty. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Galatians, chapter 3, beginning at the 15th verse. Brothers and sisters, I give an example from daily life. Once a person's will has been ratified, No one adds to it or annuls it. Now the promises were made to Abraham and to his offspring. It does not say, and to offsprings, as of many, but it says, and to your offspring, that is, to the one person who is Christ. My point is this. The law, which came 430 years later, but does not annul a covenant previously ratified by God, so as to nullify the promise. For if the inheritance comes from the law, it no longer comes from the promise, but God granted it to Abraham through the promise. Why then the law? It was added because of transgressions until the offspring would come to what is promised, promise that had been made and it was ordained through the angels by a mediator. Now a mediator involves more than one party, but God is one. Is the law then opposed to the promises of God? Certainly not. For if a law has been given that could make alive, then a righteousness would indeed come through the law. But the Scripture has imprisoned all things under the power of sin, so that what was promised through faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 1, beginning at the 67th verse. John's father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke this prophecy. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has looked favorably on his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a mighty Savior for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke through the mouth of his holy prophets from old, that we would be saved from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. Thus he has shown the mercy promised to our ancestors, and has remembered his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our ancestor Abraham, to grant us that we, being rescued from the hands of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, give knowledge of salvation to his people by the forgiveness of their sins. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Child grew and became strong in spirit, and he was in the wilderness until the day he appeared publicly to Israel. Lord, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people, Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. A reading for Christmas Eve. A reading from a sermon of Augustine, Bishop of Hippo from the year 430. Awake! For your sake God has become human. Awake! You who sleep, rise up from the dead and Christ will give you light. I tell you again, for your sake, God became human. You would have suffered eternal death had he not been born in time. Never would you have been freed from sinful flesh had he not taken on himself the likeness of sinful flesh. You would have suffered everlasting unhappiness had it not been for his mercy. You would never have returned to life had he not shared your death. You would have been lost if he had not hastened your aid. You would have perished had he not come. Let us then joyfully celebrate the coming of our salvation and redemption. Let us celebrate the festive day on which he who is great and eternal came for the great and endless day of eternity into our short day of time. He has become our righteousness, our sanctification, our redemption, so that it is written, Let you who glory, glory in the Lord. Truth then has arisen from the earth. Christ who said, I am the truth, was born of a virgin. And righteousness looks down from heaven. Because believing in this newborn child, we are justified not by ourselves, but by God. Truth has arisen from the earth, because the Word was made flesh, and righteousness looked down from heaven, because every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Truth has arisen from the earth, flesh from Mary, and righteousness looked down from heaven, for you can receive nothing unless it has been given you from heaven. Justified by faith, let us be at peace with God, for righteousness and peace has embraced one another. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, for truth has arisen from the earth, through whom we have access to the grace in which we stand, and our boast is in our hope of God's glory. He does not say, of our glory but of God's glory. For righteousness has not provided for us, but has looked down from heaven. Therefore, let those who glory, glory not in themselves, but in the Lord. For this reason, when our Lord was born of the Virgin, the message of the angelic voices was, Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. For how could there be peace on earth unless truth has arisen from the earth, that is, unless Christ was born of our flesh? And he is our peace, who has made the two into one, that we might be people of goodwill, sweetly linked by the bond of unity. Let us then rejoice in this grace, so that our glorying may bear witness to our good conscience, but which we glory, Not in ourselves, but in the Lord. That is why Scripture says, He is my glory, the one who lifts up my head. For what greater grace could God have made than to dawn on us than to make His only Son become the Son of Man, so that human beings might in their turn become children and heirs of God? Ask if this were merited. Ask for this reason for its justification and see whether you will find any other answer but sheer grace. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary Almighty God, whose most dear Son went up not to joy, but first he suffered pain and entered not into glory before he was crucified. Mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated unto you. And then use us, we pray you, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hardwood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your Spirit that we, reaching forth your hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you, for the honor of your name. Amen. Accept, O Lord, our thanks and praise for all that you have done for us. We thank you for the splendor of the whole creation, for the beauty of this world, for the wonder of life and for the mystery of love. We thank you for the blessing of family and friends and for the loving care which surrounds us on every side. We thank you for setting us at tasks which demand our best efforts and for leading us to accomplishments which satisfy and delight us. We thank you also for those disappointments and failures that lead us to acknowledge our dependence on you alone. Above all, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, for the truth of his word and for the example of his life, for his steadfast obedience by which he overcame temptation, for his dying through which he overcame death, and for his rising to life again, in which we are raised to the life of your eternal kingdom. Grant us the gift of your Spirit, that we may know Christ and make him known, and through him at all times and in all places may give thanks to you in all things. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.